Welcome to The Female Gaze, where we bring you queer pop culture, controversies, and hopefully just a lot of gay stuff. I'm Kelly, or Kelzel on the internet, and I'm coming to you from Toronto today. And I'm MC, and or Mixkizlet on the internet, and I'm coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee. You know, eventually you're going to change your username, and then um, that'll be better for everyone, really. I mean, it will. Yeah. Change it for me. I don't know. Me and MC are friends over the internet from YouTube, and we have been friends for, what, six or seven years now, and we've yeah, long, long come out since then and are learning so much about mm-hmm. being queer, being a queer lady. Yep, yep, yep. We were, quote, straight when we met, huh? Mm-hmm. I personally identify as bi. MC, what's your status? I don't really know, honestly. Very much, uh, gay. (laughs) Would you call yourself a lesbian? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I often also refer to myself as a lesbian, even though, like, I'm not. I use gay as an umbrella term at all times. Yeah, me too. But, yeah. But I also, if someone else calls me gay, I will say that I'm bi, just to piss people off. (laughs) Anyways, today we're going to be talking about 2018, because it recently ended. We're recording this, um, on January 6th, about after New Year's, um, so we thought we'd just t- chat about some of our favorite moments of the year, and see what else, uh, we bring up, you know? We don't plan very well. <laughs> mm-hmm. So do you have, like, a fave pop culture moment of the year? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. Because I attended the Demi Lovato concert in Nashville, and oh. witnessed with my own human eyeballs, Kalani and... Demi like making out on stage and <laughs> holy shit you were there it why was, didn't you tell me about yeah this? no it was it was spiritual nonetheless like oh it can be described in no other way wow yeah that was like we rewatched like jesse and i rewatched that many times uh yes being big fans and, of kalani and also of demi mm-hmm. and i was on a date with a girl at that concert and it was one of the worst dates of my life <laughs> well i mean at but, least you know demi and kalani made it better no exactly mm-hmm. like it 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 didn't matter at that point no this girl like demi like went on stage and said in a nutshell she said maybe a paragraph like just like three or four sentences and all she said was like everyone deserves to be happy and the girl i was with started bawling oh <laughs> like, my was she crying, crying at a concert s- yeah, like sobbing, like gasping for air. And I just like, I didn't know her and I felt so uncomfortable because like it was like the first week that I just like pretended like I didn't hear it. <laughs> oh my god. You just ignored her crying? I didn't know what else to do. The girl next to her was like con- like helping her and being nice and like whatever. And I was just like, oh, this is so like horrendous. Like sobbing. Yikes. It wasn't even that heartfelt, anyway. But I saw Demi and Kalani make out, so all is well. All is well. There you go. <laughs> what was your favorite moment? I have to say that, like, I feel like I keep talking about this in... I think I talked about it in the last podcast, but... Um, <laughs> we've only had two. Yeah, we've only had two, but I have to say it again. Anna Akana coming out at the streamies was <laughs> such an amazing moment just because I had seen her, like, the week before at Buffer Festival. She was, like hanging out with all the gays, Stevie and, like, Gabby and all them from YouTube, and, like, I was, like, what's happening? Like, there's something up. I know there's something up, and then she, like, made this video, like, came out on stage after her second award within, like, 
so casually so casually and then like didn't make a big deal about it and then she made a video kind of addressing it being like hello <laughs> let's make some gay content um and then also threw shade at youtube for like demonetizing lgbt content which not enough people do so like she mm-hmm. came out and then week one was like i'm a fucking advocate good i didn't see that that's amazing that's so dirty that youtube still had to like change their algorithm yeah and like Ugh. they won't admit to like no demonetizing lgbt not. content which is like a good pr move but a bad yeah, for sure transparency you can't admit move. that yeah um but it was such a amazing moment because she didn't make a big deal about it but then she also didn't make a big deal about not making a big deal about it you know like yeah. i've seen those people who are like coming out but like not really because it's not a big deal but it like still it still really is a big deal yeah she just like went about it in a very smart way like she very like humbly too yeah um and i also think she's just a generally an amazing role model for anyone Mm -mm. and for i couldn't agree more actually hopefully for young queer women of color shit together yeah and um it was just such a great moment I also have to say a really important moment, I think, was Haley Kiyoko crying on stage for the Billboard Woman in Music Rising Star Award. She's so cute. I know. She's such a softie and is constantly just like, hello, I'm an emotional wreck, but here are all the awards in my music and amazing videos, and I'm an amazing director and producer and drummer. Did you know she was a drummer? I didn't know that. I I don't think I... Wait, no, wait. Lemonade Mouth? No, fuck. What? You saw that, right? I, don't, I actually haven't seen Lemonade Mouth. You didn't? <laughs> Kelly! Is it a show or a movie? I don't even know. It's a Disney Channel original movie. Okay. And it's, as far as Disney movies go, pretty pretty goddamn good. And <laughs> her, she was, her first, like, Disney Channel, uh, like, role was the, um... She played the, like, anarchist wizard. <laughs> what? You didn't know this? No. What did she play? It's like, she played this wizard that became friends with Alex, uh, Selena Gomez, and then she, like, tried to convince her to, like, take oh over the world with God. wizardry and, like, got a, made an army of children to, like, take over all the, like, stronger wizards in their family. Like, it was crazy. She was crazy in that, and it was so good. I can't believe... Kelly. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't I didn't mean to dishonor my community. I'm so sorry, lesbian Jesus. I didn't know. Um sorry, don't let it slide this time, I guess. Also, uh another great moment with her involving her, the fucking video with Kalani. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, so good. So good. Jesus Christ. But she also dropped expectations this year, right? In March. Mm-hmm. Which was just an incredible album all around, and then she brings out this collab with Kalani, and then the music video is amazing. Yeah, it's um, it's been a good year for queer women of color. Really into yeah. that. Uh, finally seeing that. some diversity. Yeah. Everything Haley Kiyoko does is just like great. <laughs> yeah, no, everything she does. That's why she's called Lesbian Jesus for a reason. You know, like I know it's a joke. She deserves the title. She 100% deserves the title of Lesbian Jesus because she is always just doing good things. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't yeah, seen I a single it. problematic thing. <laughs> not one. Not? Like, literally. One. Not one. 
It's rare. It's um, rare to come by. I will have to say that since Haley Kyoko has been in the public eye, mm-hmm. being a mixed Asian girl who is also into girls has never been better. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you remind me of Haley Kyoko. Do you oh get that God. ever? No, I've never gotten that, and I hope I never get that. But, like, I'll take it as a compliment <laughs> if I ever do. Um, and honestly, like, this entire year I've been like, should I dye my hair blonde? Do what you feel. Um, are you, like, I know this is going to be a stupid question, but are you familiar with King Princess? Am I from, am I familiar? I I don't know. I just, we haven't talked about her, so I feel like we need to bring it up. I wasn't. Yes. For like most 2018. No, just kidding. Okay. Same. But I, I did discover her, uh, like recently enough and I love her i fucking so, love her I, th- I feel like your pussy is god is a really important cornerstone of it culture it's so now. important it's iconic it really is the fact that how old is she she's like 18 right i think she's 19 but still like, just she's like 20. that she's young of an artist and that new of an artist and like has the confidence to drop a song called pussy is god like well like round of a fucking applause man. um she's kind of a little shit though I love that. She's just, like, yeah, you would get along. Of course you would get along with her. Um, <laughs> she's just a little shit. It's my people. She literally released a song, Your Pussy Is God. Like, okay. Oh, like, that's... Mm. You know, I think, like, literally every lesbian was like, I have thought those things, but I have never said them <laughs> out loud. You know? Yep. Actually, yep, so yeah. we're going to talk a little about, a bit about family stuff, because I feel like we need to talk about it just a little. All right. Here, let's dive into therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. I'd probably need. <laughs> hard left turn. So we just came back from the holidays. Um, Facts. Um, and I, like, I'm in a relationship currently. And we're very PDA. A lot more PDA than you would maybe expect us to. Um, but, like, it. enough where we're, like, holding hands on the subway. First of all, also, I've seen straight couples, like, literally grinding on each other on the subway. So I feel like we're pretty tame. I hate the whole, like, you just have to throw it in everyone's faces argument. Yeah, it's also, like, it's just, like, why do you care? Um, But we we do get a lot of... Not everybody wants to do it. Yeah. But second of all, shut up. Yeah, like, like, get out of my relationship. Um, And we just get, like, a lot of... Uh, we live in Toronto, and so we get a lot of you more creepy attention than you would expect for Toronto, because, mm-hmm. like, I think it's one of the top cities for LGBT folks, mm-hmm. but we get a lot of creeps. One man looked so disgusted with us, and, like, for the full, like, 40 minutes we were on transit was being just, like, an asshole, like, was trying to make sure that nothing that we had on our person was touching him, like... Like, if, like, a coat or, you know what I mean? Like, a bag. Why? Was, like, scooching away from, and I was just like, okay, first of all, sir, you're taking up two seats. Don't be an asshole. It's rush hour commute. Don't be a dick. Um, And then he was also, like, being a creep. Anyways, I brought this up being, like, to my family. Me and my girlfriend get a lot of gross attention on uh, the subway when we're holding hands or whatever, and... Most of my family was like, we'll just stop holding hands. And I just like, well, maybe <sighs> while I'm at it, I'll just like stop being a person of color or like stop being a woman. You know, like it's just like, yeah, you're like, why don't I just wear a mask? 
and just <laughs> that's not what you should say like you shouldn't have to change what you do just because other people are creeps or assholes yeah it sucks that's fucking stupid um and i understand you had a tough holiday season oh yeah on christmas eve my father okay so we like we get into friendly banter conversations about politics often Mm -hmm. and it's never like malicious or like nasty it never gets like too personal or anything so it's like fine and i was like he like walked into the kitchen on like christmas eve and he was like I was like, your boy's going down, because it's like, Trump is like, there's so much heat on him right now, and it's fucking amazing and hilarious, but uh, I was like, I, that's all I said, I said, your boy's going down, and that spiraled into a conversation about presidents, and he was like, my dad's favorite cop-out is to just stop talking about Trump entirely and be like, well, Obama did this, and then... um Oh, wow. He was like, I was like, Obama was amazing or something like that. He was like, name one thing. He said, name one good thing Obama did for this country. And I was like, well, uh, I can get married now. And he was just like, wow, 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 cool, wow. And I was like, I mean, you know, that's that's a pretty big deal. That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty huge right there. And my mom, when I said that, she was like, oh, she got you there, honey. And then my dad, like... He was like, well, well, God said that, like, marriage is between a man and a woman and kind of, like, yelled that at me. And I was like, that's sick, man. I've been out for three years. It's my birthday's tomorrow. It's Christmas Eve. Why are you saying that? And the thing is with my dad, when I came out to him originally, he didn't discuss we didn't discuss it. Like, me and my mom discussed it, and we've continuously discussed it because her biggest fear in all of that was that I was gonna go to hell right which I do understand because I have been way more religious in my lifetime there Mm -hmm. was a time where like I mean I thought I was going to hell too like it's your brain like I don't want to say brainwashed but like like you it's really hard to change that you're at the very least socialized into yeah like it's very hard to kick your brain from, like, believing what you've been taught your whole life. So I do understand that. And so I would discuss it with her and be like, like, I know that that's what's in the Bible, but I know to my core that that's just not true. Like, I don't have any doubt in my brain that I'm not going to burn in hell for loving a lady. Like, that's, that's stupid. And, um, but my dad and I never discussed it. Right. So <clears throat> all he did was text me. He actually was like, very nice when I came out. I came out to my mom and she cried for a week and then we've like built our relationship. It's got like so much better. But uh, my dad just texted me and said, hey, I love you no matter what. Like you're my baby girl. And then just sent a bunch of emojis and that was that. So I was like, hell yeah, he's about it. But it's just been like years of me just hearing things. That like just like side comments of like just the opposite of right. like what I thought his opinions were, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which I could have guessed if I thought about it for long enough. But I just, like, it's not something you want to think about. It's not something you want to address because you don't want your parents to be like that. You don't, but, like, he's, ugh. But, um, so, yeah, he said that, and it very much upset me. I drove an hour and a half to my best friend's lake house and had Christmas Eve with her family. (laughs) Well, you know, it's all about making things work the best you can. Uh, I think it's also Mm -hmm. just, like, I wanted you to tell that story just because I think it's really important. I think there's a lot of, uh, like, dialogue about 
like oh it gets better it gets better uh when you become an adult or like after high school or like whatever it may be or after you come out but and it does it does for sure get better about like how you feel about yourself but that doesn't necessarily change what other where other people are other people don't necessarily change but i mean they've come a long way for sure they have changed like and i've seen that like but it's also like like if any stranger said that any anything homophobic to me it would not affect me at all Mm -hmm. if anybody i don't even care about if just an acquaintance said it it would not affect me at all but when it is someone i deeply care about or family (laughs) oh it's it sucks it sucks no matter how old you get just to hear it but you get better at handling it no for sure and yeah it 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 gets better but it doesn't mean it's going to be perfect Mm -hmm. and i don't know i the politics stuff is really rough right now um and there's like no right way to react to how things are going because like we we don't know it's all messed up um it's i think probably the most bipartisan it's ever been other than like the civil war it's so divided yeah i Uh, that's that's like the biggest like one of the biggest things that infuriates me about donald is he just like goes to such extents to like just make sure everyone's divided like it is us and them and there's like he tweets things like that he's like the the amount of times he tweets the dems are out of again like just shit like that like dude stop like Mm -hmm. everyone wants the same thing in one way or one another like everyone wants what's best for people yeah but and it's it's really tough um as you know lgbt folks or as women or as people of color to separate your pile separate your politics from who you are because it's so hard one in the same right like personal identity is has been on attack when as people Mm -hmm. of minority groups and so it's so hard to like not be angry separate it yeah, no, that, it's such a, like, day-to-day struggle to not get mad. Mm-hmm. And, like, when people are like, oh, well, it's, it's just my opinion. Well, it's not just your opinion if it affects my safety. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it's mm-hmm. hard for me to see anything as just an opinion. Or it invalidates if, my existence. Yeah. Or, like, like wants me dead, you know? That's yeah. messed up. Like, if you... And, <sighs> it's hard. And what like, is really starting to grind my nerves is, like, I have a lot of, like, friends in Nashville who are white and straight and well-off, and they're great people, they're very kind-hearted people, but they will go to, like, no extent to avoid talking about any kind of politics, they don't want to ever learn about them, they don't want to talk about they don't want to discuss, they don't want to hear about it, like, if I ever bring it up, one of my friends will literally just look so uncomfortable and be like, we can't talk about that here, like, that's just, like, it, like she'd never, they never want to talk about it, because... Mm-hmm. It doesn't affect them at all, but they don't understand how selfish that is, and it really, like, I, like, love them, and they're really good people, but it's starting to, like, really, really, like, grind my nerves, because I just, like, they don't even get that that's a privilege. (laughs) You have to talk about politics, because it it directly correlates with your safety, and your ability to continue to exist like everyone else. Your fucking rights. Yeah. Like, 
that's what's on the but table. But that, that's nothing that would ever affect them, so they don't... <laughs> and it's just like, that's so selfish. The first step you have to take is just caring about things that don't affect you personally. So this is a part of the show where we give a hot take, um, and we make no commitment to being the popular opinion. Uh, do you have a hot take this week, MC? <clears throat> yes. Um, Gabby Dunn of Just Between Us, yeah. uh, a lady we both love very much, Yeah, dropped her book Bad With Money mm-hmm. this week, and I was I got it yesterday, and I was only able to read the introduction. Right. Because, I was, yeah, I, I didn't have that much time, but... I was uh, already laughing out loud, <laughs> and it was like she just like she writes how she speaks, and like you can just hear her right. when you're reading it, and it's Amazing. so fucking funny. And I'm like really hyped to read the rest of the book. And also, I saw her tweet uh, saying, "Do you think my uh, do you think this is the first finance book to include a side plot about a threesome?" <laughs> It has to be. It has to be. But, like, I'm so excited, and I want everyone to get this book because that woman is fucking awesome. You know what? I'm going to buy it now. I haven't bought it. Yeah. I just don't know why. I love Gabby. Um, She's so great. Also, only a few degrees of separation, so Gabby, if you want to hang out ever. Just kidding. I'm going to shut up. Um, okay, here's my hot take. Subtle. Here's my hot take. Um, what is your hot take? Hilly Kyoko. You need to hang out with some more queer girls. Out. I feel like you hang out with, like, a... Or, not hang out with, but, like, you feature a lot of straight girls uh, in your videos, which is fair, because, look, they're hot. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like she goes for a lot of straight girls. Well, yeah, and she talks about that a lot, and that's what a lot of her music is about, right? But just, like, girl, you're she's, literally she's lesbian Jesus now. You gotta hang out with more queer girls. You gotta... Um, find lesbians. Go hang out with King Princess. Keep Get Kalani on speed dial. Wait. <laughs> okay, wait. Lesbian disciples. Yeah. Oh my god. Stop. She needs to run with that. Yeah. I've that's, decided oh this yeah. Moment. Marketing idea. <laughs> Do it. Um. Yeah, that's such a great idea. What the hell? <laughs> she could get so many fucking badass lesbians. It's also just like literally like talk to a lesbian YouTuber. I feel like you, yeah. you need them right now. Um, They're great. They're fucking great. They know video stuff. They can take really good pictures for you. Mm-hmm. Stevie Bobby will mm-hmm. teach you all kind of, all kinds of sex stuff. All kinds. All kinds. Might even show you. So our way to wrap up every podcast is we list a gay agenda item. So something that we want to happen in the world and we just like, Give a little uh, advice to the universe on the gay agenda. What have you got for us this week, MC? I would like Dodie Clark to drop more gay content in general because she had that one bop from like forever ago. Mm-hmm. That was like yeah, which twenty seventeen. Yeah, and I thought it was about Lucy like so hard, <laughs> and then I think Lucy asked her about it, and Dodie was like, no. <laughs> That was a while ago, though. But, um, yeah, no, that was some, like, quality-ass lesbian content right there. And I would appreciate some more. That's true. Yeah. Where, Dodie, what you doing? It's because I feel like she hasn't been in touch with her queer side this year. I think she's done a lot of 
music stuff. She's explorer. I mean, like, <laughs> she can do whatever the fuck she wants. But like, she's still in it with us. She's still here. She's in the. She's in the squad oh, for sure. She's definitely in the squad. But just like, girl, where's the gay content? Haley Kyoko is killing it. <laughs> Dodie should be a disciple. That's it. Oh my god. That would be so perfect. We're, we're casting this. Okay, we this. need to have an episode called, like, The Twelve Disciples. There you go. <laughs> What's, what, do you have a, a gay wish? Um, yeah. I have, my gay agenda item is there needs to be more gay moms on YouTube. That's all I'm saying. Um. That'd be awesome. I only know of, like, two. Yeah. Like, there is a market for it, for sure. <sighs> Lesbians love lesbian content. We've gone over this. It's a rule. Um, we always find yeah and they're just i don't feel like there are enough gay moms making fun content uh yeah that would be awesome i would i would love that i think rose and rosie are gonna start trying for a kid like soon i know and so i'm really waiting for that but at the same time there's got to be more than just rose and rosie you know like where are the old lesbian couples who have kids me, yeah. I want to meet them. You need that. And I want to know who they are, and I want to be friends with them, and I want them to give me mom tips. And they're getting younger. I mean, like, I know, <laughs> like, if you're talking moms, like, in their late 30s, a lot of them don't know how to edit videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's true. But. But. <clears throat> they're, like. Like, find an we intern. We could be moms. We literally could be moms. Yeah, but we're not. Like, that's not happening. Of, like, five-year-olds. That's that makes me uncomfortable. It's weird. <laughs> um, but basically, yeah, just we need more gay moms. Uh, and yeah, like get an intern or get a video editor. I'll do it. Any gay moms out there want someone to edit their videos and give them filming advice? If you are in the GTA, that would be best. I'm here. Let me do it. Hire me. Yeah, Jesus. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Female Gaze. If you liked what we talked about, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, as well as check out our blog, femalegaze.kelzel.com, for everything that we talked about. And we'll link you to stuff, and um, it'll be a good time. Uh, and I'm MC. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Mixkizlet. <laughs> Should I spell it? I'm going to spell it. M-C-S-K-I-Z-Z-L-I-T. I'll change it at some point. Sorry. Oh my god. We'll link it on the blog. Um, <laughs> we're so sorry. Well, no, you know what? I'm gonna apologize for MC's dumb username. It used to be something else, mm-hmm. but it, that was also dumb, so. <laughs> uh, I guess Kelzel isn't much less dumb, but it's a little easier to spell. Mine is just, like, really fucking annoying, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Because you, you spelt it weird. Well, I guess... I it, like it, right, though. That's fair. Anyways, and I'm Kelzel on the internet. Uh, you can find me at Kelzel on everything. Let us know what you think on Twitter, at Female Gaze, about this episode. We want to hear from you. We don't know what's up. We're learning. We're learning. We're new to this. We're podcast babies. Mm-hmm.